All right. Testing, testing. We're good. You good? Yes, sir. Everything good. Uh, good vibrations. Good. Uh, good weather. Good weather in Salt Amazing Lake City weather. today. Amazing weather. Uh, today, uh, episode what? 61. Episode sixty-one. Episode sixty-one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got a special. Uh, ooh, guest we got with a special us? guest here. You guys heard her already in it. Uh, uh, Brie or uh, Brianna. Hi everyone. Yes, Brianna here. Thank you so much for bringing me on. It's a pleasure. Awesome, awesome vibes. Thank you for. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, we were choking up all saliva. Thank you for coming on. It's the spike. It's the spike. Yeah, it's the Arnold Palmer. <laughs> it's already getting to you. Brie, uh, you mind introducing yourself a little bit? Uh, what is what is your occupation? What yeah. A, what do you do? Um, my name is Brianna Brie. I go by Brie as well. I'm currently 24, sitting at Comunidades Unidas um, as an immigrant rights community organizer. And how did you get linked up with that job? When I first came to Utah, I started volunteering um, at Comunidades Unidas when I was 15. And then I've just built and maintained the relationship as a volunteer mm-hmm. up until now because i saw that they have a job opening as immigrant rights and i was like that's the community i want to serve that's like who i want to lend a helping hand out to so that's how i got there and just mm-hmm. just so y'all know i'm talking out of brianna's hat like no comunidades uh-huh. i'm not representing my job this is, uh, job. This is brianna yeah, this is yeah. brie right here uh, for sure, for <laughs> so sure. no one the out, d- out the there disclosure no one at corporate gets yeah. a <laughs> no one at wind. hr comes over all right don't come after they, me they're this gonna start brie. looking through our all catalog of podcasts this might be good actually uh put it on the resume you know on the resume not not so good for me so just so y'all know (laughs) brianna this is brianna not see you here (laughs) but where you said you came to utah where were you like at before so i was born and raised in la and i came here when i was uh 13 14 because la was too much for me and my family. We couldn't find jobs. And plus, I was being a little mm-hmm. rebel. So Utah seemed pretty cool, you know, with all the missionaries and safe. all of them. You know, mm-hmm. it looked safe. So <laughs> we came here. So this is where I'm at now. So, yeah. yeah. And you went to school here, too, like with, like, college. Did you go to, like, the U, just Slick? or? I went to Slick. I got my associates. Right now I'm sitting at UVU with just my bachelor's. Mm-hmm. So no me falta mucho mm-hmm. until I'm done. So ojalá. Oh, I hope y'all don't mind the Spanish, do no. I? Oh, no, oh, it's fine. Guys, We're bilingual, you know? Okay, bilingual cool. pod. You know? Okay, bilingual <laughs> this pod. This is, this is bilingual pod. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Porque a veces me I'm like, oh, I can't help myself, but... To our, non, to our non-Spanish speakers. We'll add some subtitles. <laughs> 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 some sap, some cap. Some <laughs> caption. <laughs> For you, the muertos out there, yeah. just so y'all know. <laughs> you'll catch on, you'll catch on. <laughs> but how'd that go about, like, going to Slick and everything, and now UVU? You, like, what are you majoring now? Social work. So I I did my generals um, at Slick, and then I came over to UVU because it was a lot less expensive. And I'm doing my 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 bachelor my bachelor's my bachelor's in (laughs) social work. So yeah, um, that's a little bit about me. Mm -hmm. And then, have you always like been wanting to help people? Is that why you like got into social work? Oh yeah, definitely. Like out in LA, you know, it's rough and stuff. And I saw like my siblings and my relatives like go in and out of like group therapy homes and shit and it was really rough on them and i went to one of their group sessions when i was younger and i remember like going into like the county services building and um there was like a group of you know little troubled kids and so forth and there was this obviously there was like the facilitator who was the social worker and you know i saw her spit you know i saw her like 
you know, kind of just like mm. influence these kids mm-hmm. into into doing something, into doing something other than you know getting into into trouble, getting into fights, getting into gangs and so forth. And she kind of just was like, "Wow, I want to, I want to be that lady. I want to yeah. be the one that influences like others to like choose a different path or go a different direction." And yeah, like I said, I knew at a really young age I wanted to become like a social worker, be a part of the social work field. So mm-hmm. desde como tenía dieciséis años, I was like, I was like a homeless youth resource center. I mean, I was a homeless youth um, advocate at the mm-hmm. resource center in the VOA in downtown. I was a, I was a case manager for domestic violence survivors mm-hmm. and sexual assault survivors, and like. You're in the front lines of everything. Yeah. Yeah. In the field. Well, You're in the field because yeah, I, <laughs> I was speaking to Rioc, like I'm, me, I'm pretty ignorant with like all these issues, and it's fucked up because I shouldn't be. I should be educated with this and try to figure out how to help out, but it just, just doesn't come around, you know. So I thought it'd be a good idea to get someone to fill us in, yeah. you know. And um, I wanted to ask this question just off the rip. I asked them just because we don't know. We don't, all right. And, no, and, no. Tell me how it is. Um, tell me straight. Are the kids still in cages? What's going on with well, that situation? Yeah. Where are the kids at? Yeah, they are still in cages, unfortunately. Like, you know, damn, you're going down that direction. Yeah, there's still <laughs> fucking kids in cages. And um, the Trump era was a nightmare. And it it was it was fucking hard, especially for our community, especially for the community mm-hmm. of color and so forth. So, um, yeah, n- not much has been done. Unfortunately, we thought, you know, the Biden administration would step mm-hmm. up and, you know, remove like those kids from cages and take them back either and welcome them to the U.S. or if not, you know, take them back mm-hmm. to their motherlands. But it's neither or. And it's just a disappointment because I think uh-huh. we all rooted for Biden for change. Right. But, it's the same but, what, but why is it like neither or what what do they gain from just keeping them there and then what are they trying to do a question too is like are these kids like undocumented or their parents just undocumented and the the parents got sent back and then now there's just kids sitting there both la mera verdad probably both uh i am not just so Uh y'all know i'm not like a a immigration lawyer but Uh from what i've uh, known or what i've heard is that it's both um either the kids are undocumented the parents are undocumented and the parents don't have like the capa- or the kids don't have like the capacity or don't have like whatever the it family is. member like a yeah. go pick them up or whatever yeah or algo así. so yes the kids are still in cages i encourage y'all to you know uh participate participate yeah. in like whatever that we can in order to remove those kids from cages and what i mean by that is like i think more of our community and more of our generation needs to be like up there on the front line like sending out letters making emails you know a lot of social Mm -hmm. you know internet the internet is uh, an important cool and cool ass tool that we could use you know creating like some sort of uh like post even sending an email text messages calls like would help out a ton but is it like groups other than like Comunidades Unidas that yeah. like people can join and help out or oh, like yeah. do anything? Yeah, hell yeah. No, we always welcome it. Um, uh-huh. Volunteers at Comunidades Unidas. If you're wanting to come help out, even like obtain some knowledge or some education and inform yourself of how to get involved, especially con la raza and like mm-hmm. getting getting our kids out of cages. Like, yeah, for sure. I, I, I encourage it totally. Mm-hmm. And then, like, with your title, you said immigrants' rights organizer. Mm-hmm. How does that come about? Like, what do you specifically do to help the people of La Raza, as you say? 
La raza. Hey, how I how I like to um, go about it is that I hear in the wants and the needs from the community members because we get like a ton of like messages on Instagram, yeah. a lot of like letters. I hear the wants and the needs from La Raza and I, and I make enough spark. I, na- I make enough escandalazo and escandalo in el capital, you know, so that mm-hmm. they could hear that they could know like, hey, like these are our wants and our needs. Like, You're how really out there frontlining. Yeah, it's dope, yo. I this is my you, dream bro. job. Like a, she's like a Pedro, yeah, uh, a homie who. Go for Pedro. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's bomb, yo. I I I love this job. It's taken a lot of like my mental health and shit because it takes a fucking toll, and it throws me off. Like how many fucking like people there is that that don't have the same mindset as we do or don't see the struggles and the barriers that the community faces <laughs> that the community has you yeah, know yeah. <laughs> that i, y'all, that I. <laughs> he knows what's Shit. coming after yeah, after, you know. after this after when, we pause he when knows you guys what's leave when you guys Vas leave yeah. <laughs> but uh yeah no it's it's dope ass work i love it but it just surprises me how many like I'm going to just tell you straight how many, mm-hmm. how much privileged white folk there is that don't really understand, like, the struggles that we're going mm-hmm. through. And when I say we're going through, I mean, like, la raza, people of color. And, yeah, it's just mind-blowing. Yeah, because I, I have a homie, Pedro, who's actually, like, he kind of knows a, b- a little bit about you guys. Um, but he was telling me, like, with, like, the whole COVID thing going on, you guys were actually helping people out. You know, like whether it be like food drives type of shit like that, you know, getting testing, you know, just simply helping out the people from the lesser community. And like growing up, um, like like these little programs and shit, like oh, my parents are undocumented. They came from illegal immigrants, whatever. We didn't know shit about this shit. Like, you know, we didn't know anything about the programs. So I, th- I think it's kind of cool that you guys are out there offering these uh, options and resources to the people. Yeah, I know for sure. I feel like... I'll say two things. First, I feel like when you grow up undocumented, you're you're shown like your parents show you be like hush hush, you know, be quiet. You don't want no one to know about your legal status. So that you know, that goes on and on, and that's how you know I feel like a lot of folks, me personally, feel yeah. like don't get a lot of knowledge on the resources and services. Porque tenemos mucho miedo de que hey, if we like, yeah, if we disclose any type of information, you're screwed. You know, yeah. you're at risk at deportation, and it's not like that. It definitely not. It's not like that, but I understand the fear. Mm-hmm. That, I mean, yeah, there's there's fear with a lot of things. Huh? Like definitely. even if they just want to open up an account for something, they make it Dude, seem like dead. you know what I mean. Like, like, they're so yeah. scared but of it's the not bank. their fault though. There's like, just they're, they're just unknowledgeable. They yeah. don't know. We're just scared. Like even traveling in in the with country, right. like yeah. they think like not having deported. a passport, they can get deported. Yeah, and stuff yeah like yo. Especially with that, that's that's something that I wish that we could just disregard and and you know remove. Mm-hmm. But you can't you can't remove that. I guess. I mean, not as easy, right? It's not mm-hmm. as easy to remove that fear because it's so easy for you to say, "Hey, no te preocupes, doña." Like, no hell, no, yeah. I'm not taking that risk. Screw yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> you get on that plane instead. You open up that account instead. You know. Um, Another thing with the COVID, yeah, we yeah. we did a lot for the community, you know, free like vaccines and so forth, and and yeah, we're right now. I'm in the middle of advocating for COVID relief for undocumented um, folks because, you know, undocumented people are on the front lines. They're constantly there. They don't like when COVID happened. Gente que tenía papeles had the luxury of going home, going to their house, go- getting sick, paid leave, whatever. 
while undocumented folk didn't have the choice to go home. They had to fucking go out to the fields. They had to go to their workplaces. They had to go wherever the hell that they were working. And no stimmies. Yeah, and no, no fucking stimmies. Nothing. Nothing. Nada. So that's bullshit. Hey, um, senators of Utah, if you are yeah. listening to this podcast, Senator, hey, Senator Cox, you son hey. of a bitch. We've been uh, we've been discussing about Cox. Yeah. Cox did some, Cox did some bullshit. Uh, not this today, right? Did I? Was it today? About uh, the transgender. Oh yeah, the sports bill. Yeah, 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 the sports bill. Yeah. What do you think yeah. about that? Hey, I think yeah, we were having this conversation last night, actually. So Cox vetoed that that bill, but the House of Representatives said, no, a la chingada, we're, we're passing this bill. And I think that is, yeah, that's bullshit. I think trans right is human rights. Mm-hmm. Like, these are fucking kids, too. Yeah. Like, kids yeah. that are underage, you know, that just want to play sports. And, you know, it's not their fucking fault that mm-hmm. they, like, decided to wake up. Like, not decided, but they decided, decided that they decided to... Uh, you know, say, hey, like, I don't feel comfortable in my, in my body. I'm going to, tra- I'm going to, um, I'm going to tra- make the transition to a male or female. You know, they didn't, they didn't wake up and choose that, that, that. They were born with it, yeah. you know, so they should be allowed to play. They should be allowed to play. I do see, like, the uproar, though. Like, I seen, like, that's the whole thing about, like, this swimmer and the NCAA, like, winning on this. And, like, you can obviously see, like, the height difference. And then she has that advantage. She has that advantage. And you can't deny that, too. You, you know? can't deny that either. And, like, when it comes down to wrestling and things like that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like, obviously, the, the, uh, they should be allowed to, you know, play. Yeah. With their gender, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But do you I think do it's are. fair? Like, are they at a disadvantage or are they at an at advantage? Like, I'm going to be vulnerable and say, like, and say that I honestly don't have a set opinion. Mm-hmm. Also, I know that those kids should be allowed to play those sports, you know? But, yeah. like, to me, like, I don't know what kind of, like, things that need to happen if they have to maintain a certain es- testosterone or estrogen level to, like, play those sports or mm-hmm. if they. I mean, I mean, I'll but even I mean, look. they're just kids, you know? They're Fuck. just kids, yeah. Pobrecito, they feel bad. Because it's like they, there's so much, like, they have so much against them. And at the end of the day, like, they just want to play. Yeah, so. let, let the kids play. Let, let the, the kids, kids play. play. Let the kids <laughs> good, play. Old, good old American saying. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, like, Utah's, Utah's messed up. Utah's very conservative, very problematic, very... Utah something else. Very old school. We're very ruled by the church. Definitely. The L- LDS church. Which can be a, g- a good thing and a bad thing because we've spoken about this a million times. Like you go out of like state and shit and then you see other communities. Like damn, it's kind of like, it's kind of fucked up over there. Whereas here in Utah, like I feel like the church keeps it in play. Like, Keeps nice. it clean. Keeps it clean. Yeah. Keeps you know, shit neat. To Although there's there's dirty little secrets. Yeah. Right? <laughs> there's, there's always going to be some little dirty little secrets. Infinite amount of money. Yeah. yeah. Corruption. Greed. Yeah. <laughs> you know? All of the above. You know? Honestly. Yeah. So it has its ups and its downs. But um, yeah. Hey y'all! Y'all really do listen into the news and shit, huh? Y'all know what's up. We try. We try to keep we, up. We here try. Like you guys keep gand- gander, gander around here and there. Skim read. You know, <laughs> yeah. Skim read through the. No, I'm a big skimmer. Shit. I'm a skimmer. I'm a skimmer. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't get the facts straight because I just skim through shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I get corrected. And I, shit. I read just the art, the fucking headline. That's how I the get my shit. Bait. Headline. <laughs> <laughs> clickbait. Um, uh. But, n- Oh, carry on real. I was just going to ask, like, because, like, with my parents being undocumented and shit, like, ever since I was little, I could always remember 
them going to attorneys, like saying this and that, like, oh, you can get your papers, but you got to get sent back for like 10 years, X amount of time, you got to pay this and that. Like, mm-hmm. like, why is it so hard for some people to get their papers where I see other people like, just like, boom, a couple of years and they get their papers. Like, what's what's holding a lot of people back from being able to get papers? Again, I'm not a legal but attorney, like, all right? All right, but you from, know what I've heard, yeah. from what I've heard. What you hear. Huh? What yeah. I hear is. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's, <laughs> it's based on, you know, circumstances, obviously. I know it's also based, like, on criminal record. También yeah. como... Just based on your circumstances, so I can't tell if you. If your sure. dad was slanging back in '89, right. no, no, I, <laughs> this shit ain't looking that hot. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Because I've even heard too, like if you get like in a domestic dispute or like you get shot at, you get papers. And I even offered the homies like, "Yo, let me shoot at you real quick, and then you know, <laughs> get you papers the fast way." Please do not take that route, y'all. Please do not take, take that one. route. I'll take one for the team. Pero cuando yo era um, a Utah. I mean, not Utah. When I was a domestic violence uh, uh, case manager, I worked with a lot of undocumented folks and that were involved in domestic violence situations. And I would help them fill out the U visa. And what the U visa is, is that if you were a victim of crime and you were undocumented, you could apply for the U visa. Uh-huh. Hit up Catholic Community Services if you want to go for some free, cheap, inexpensive <laughs> uh, process uh-huh. to fill out the U visa. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So like some crime, you know. Uh, <laughs> it, must, it must have been hard working in that field because I I feel like it's some fucked up cases, no. some right? Fucked up it, shit, huh? Yeah, no, it was really fucked up. Like it, it, I I built like. And a then I I feel like especially with like uh, undocumented uh, immigrants and abuse cases, like people that are getting abused sometimes feel like it's hard so to, to so even speak talk about shit. something because they feel like they're their their legal status will. Be at risk because yeah, of that. Like, just for them Hell to be yeah. able to report anything. Hell yeah. You brought a good way up. To, way to shine in, Isaac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you brought a good point. No, there was that. Mm-hmm. Undocumented folks is, like are scared to come forward because if, like, obviously, again, with the fear, right? With the yeah. fear. If you're involved with, any, like, the police or anything, like. You think. A la madre. They're going to yeah. fucking tell you, hey, like, you're, they're going to check. You're undocumented. I don't give a fuck if you got beat up. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. Like, obvious, honestly, just like that. If you're undocumented, I don't give a fuck. You're not even supposed to be here. Adios. Bye. Like. Mm-hmm. Back, go to ice you know so the world there is a lot of shit up to there's a lot of shit um that undocumented folk have to c- put up with and that's a lot of th- that's something that a lot of things don't understand again mm-hmm. referring back to the senators and the people who are in charge of protecting the peace and you know advocating for us for his their community like they don't understand that so but domestic violence, it was hard. But the hardest job was probably the sexually assault, the sexual assault case Oof. manager. Being that because I had to, I, I worked at the hospital and I had to be there, advocating for these girls and and men mm-hmm. because obviously men get sexually assaulted as well. But for those m- men and women that would go in, I had to be there in the hospital as they get the rape kit done as they get an evaluation done and then i'd have to be there afterwards to talk to them okay what's the next step so that was probably Mm -hmm. the hardest thing because obviously when they went into the hospital and they get evaluated it's not a pretty fucking process it's a horrible fucking process so to have myself be there afterwards was really like no dure. I'll just tell you that. No dure. Yeah, that nada. Dure horrible, como cinco like, meses. Ahí, and I was like, I can't do this. Y'all yeah. pay me good. Y'all pay me bank, but not enough fucking seeing this. I mean, because like, it must be so hard to just separate work when it's actual human problems and then yeah. your your own personal life. Like you, 
Ah, oh, that's so sad, hard to separate. So sad. Yeah. Sad I'm like, oh my god, that shit's hard. That was hard. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to go back to that at all. And then did you get far enough to like actually like see like the criminal process yeah, and everything yeah. like that? Because I hear like a lot of these like rape kids get like lost or just like just they don't like do anything with them. Yeah, it gets lost and the process. So uh, last year, apenas last year, the process, the time process to get a rape kit was um, lowered from I think eighty something to to thirty something days. So mm-hmm. that's like a huge jump because back then it took like the the sur- survivor had to wait eighty mm-hmm. something days for their rape kit to c- come back. But again, a law just passed and now it's like thirty something days, which uh-huh. is great. But yeah. thirty six like a month, a month and a half a is it's a long time. Yeah. It's a really long time. I it thought you were gonna say like thirty six hours or something. Nah, like that. fuck that. No, I wish. I wish. Yeah. No, those. Those kids take a while to come back, so that's mm-hmm. that's 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 hard. Yeah, that's really hard, especially when you're going through like court and stuff, and you're trying to prosecute this person. Sorry, I didn't mean to say guy. guy. Hey. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and this woman, is, okay. Woman rape too. <laughs> Wait, women rape too. Okay. Yeah. No. I. I <laughs> Let's not single the guys out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. It's just you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. get you. I get you. No. I get you. Everyone could be abusers, all right? Men and women abuse. Okay. Although the men cases do go more unnoticed, unnoticed and unreported. Uh-huh. But oh, definitely. I'm sure like yeah. nobody wants to like, come out saying I got raped. Kind of yeah. embarrassing to say that, like how that happened. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They probably won't even take you seriously. What? Yeah. Or there's like the stigma or this myth, myth of like men don't get raped. How can they get raped? Actually. um. A myth. I said a myth. I have a. Well, I won't want to say names, but. Yeah, um, definitely. <laughs> or even friend or whatever. But I uh, heard a person through the grapevine, mm-hmm. some girl actually raped some guy, took yeah. advantage of him. He was faded as fuck and fucking fucked him. Yeah. And then the next day he was like, what happened? Like, oh, she fucked you. Like, I didn't want that. Like, felt taken advantage of. Yeah, no, yeah. no. It happens. It honestly happens by a man or a woman, whoever. It does uh-huh. happen. But oh yeah, no, it goes really unnoticed and unreported, especially for men. Because, well, yeah, it goes, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what do you do to make these things better? What can one do? Make what better? Like, uh, like the the whole domestic violence, making the process better for for just women in general. Like making shit the process easier. Advocating, being there. Uh, the same thing I would say about everything else is being more involved. Um, being more involved in politics, being more involved in these town hall meetings and the bills that are being passed, you know, because aunque... You know, at, at the at first you might be like, oh, like what is this gonna do? What is this piece of paper gonna do? Or what is this text message gonna do? It it, it, could, it could do a whole bunch if you could just educate and influence the rest of your crew to do the same. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I would say is just to advocate, to lobby, to be there, to be involved, to take the time to know like what rights you have because a lot of people. I mean, obviously. A lot of we do and a lot of things we can't and can't do is ruled by those folks up at cap- at the Capitol. So mm-hmm. if we could have a say and if we could get involved and organize folks to go up there and participate, I feel like that would be monumental, especially mm-hmm. for us, us younger generation kids, you know, kids, young adults, but young, young, adults. young adults. Do you see a lot of young adults get like involved in it or not enough? Or? No. No, uh-huh. unfortunately not. And that's what something I wish I could do and I want to really pass on is like, hey, we need to get more involved. Like, 
the other day I went to the other day I went to a a hearing or a a, a town hall meeting of of um this uh person that wants to run as senator and I won't say their name but I went to their town hall meeting you know um it was virtual and usually what it consists of is just hearing what this um potential senator's uh priorities are you know what are their priorities what do they want to see and change and it, and I was and I and I went into the Zoom meeting and I was the only person of color. There mm-hmm. was a bunch of old ass huetos there, old ass viejitas there that are Caucasian, the which Karens. is yeah, the Karens, the which is you know not wrong. You know, they're just hearing about their priorities and getting more involved. But I, it's just I hate I just hate not seeing not enough people of color there. Not a lot of like younger generation there and it just really tore me down because yo tenía preguntas la quería preguntar a ese senator you know her priorities especially around or along immigration but I didn't feel comfortable I didn't feel like it was safe uh, it was a safe space because there's just a bunch of Karens there and viejitos and viejitas there that you know are <laughs> hella old but they're hella into politics yeah, still yeah. and I'm like yo you're gonna probably shoot me down and be yeah, like, yeah and the yeah. problem and the problem with like the people that have the say well a lot of them they're just old white people honestly they're, the, 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 the shit the old shit mindset. they see the sh- their mindset is like completely different to nowadays they yeah. keep their shit old school yeah. racist uh, <laughs> yeah and they're old dude and I'm uh-huh. like think, can te importa like what like, the fuck get the hell out like, get it. by the Make time this shit room. pass you gonna be <laughs> you gonna pass yeah. <laughs> by the time this pass you gonna pass yeah, so. honestly I was like make some room make some room y'all and it's just like it's like yeah. I don't know and I I feel it's just because people aren't aware or they're disencouraged dis- you know because again like the, you go anywhere regarding politics and you're just gonna see the same fucking group of people there old white folks mm-hmm. which is not bad some of them make some good decisions some but, of them make some good decisions but they don't get it they don't no. they haven't been in our footsteps they don't no. see what we see they don't face what we face hell no hell no has no. biden been helping the immigrants has biden been doing anything for us for the people i don't even fucking know dude uh report card i'd give him a I'd give him a, f- <laughs> I uh, on a report uh-huh. card. I'd give him a D. That man's re- has deported more folks than, than Obama than than Trump. I think it was. He is shit. I got right here, but he's deported a, like I think I saw twenty thousand something people. Um, he hasn't done anything with again the kids, kids in and cages. cages. Yeah. And he doesn't give asylum or any like sort of like green light for those personas oh mm-hmm. those personas in central america and mexico and those haitians those haitians mm-hmm. are still at the i don't know if y'all oh heard they're still at the, still at the border. border right yeah, yeah. But, yeah damn they're still there they're still there the that, that was a uh, trending just for like a weekend right? and then it just went away yeah. no oh. they're still there and you know he doesn't he doesn't he's not doing enough He's not doing enough. And he said, like, when he first was elected or even before he was elected in his campaign that he was going to do this, he was going to do that, he was going to do a pathway to citizenship. And fuck, no. He's letting us down. Straight enough, yeah. He is letting us down. So, no. No, 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 no. Biden hasn't done shit. Yeah. And what about Comunidades Unidas? Like, do they do something to help people? Like, with, like, the DACA people? Or, like, with, like, Cause I'm like I don't know anything about this whole process with like DACA. Like I just have friends with like who have it, or people like who are undocumented. 
Are you guys doing something to help people out? Yes, which which reminds me, y'all. If y'all if y'all know of anyone who is, unfortunately, you know, DACA is not opening any new applications. But if y'all know any person who's trying to renew their DACA and need help with those five hundred dollars, you know, I think it's like about five hundred dollars to year, renew right? every yeah. year, right? Like every dos años, every I think every two uh-huh. years they have to renew. But if you need to renew the DACA every two years, and it's five hundred dollars, if y'all need help. And y'all literally, like, legit, legitimately, like, need help with that, with that financially. Hit me up. I will refer you over to our program where we're helping out um, folks who need help with their Docker renewals. So let me know. I'll, I'll drop. I'll leave my email, my work email after this, so y'all could <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> refer them to me. We'll put it in the in the description. We'll put it in the yeah. description. Yeah. Send me an email if y'all need help with those Docker renewals. Let me know. Um, if Get you, that thirty-five percent discount. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously the 500 dollars though if you really need help yeah. with those 500 dollars let me know but <laughs> but yeah i know we're doing that and we're we're always helping out the community i mean we we work on donations so we do what we can but yeah and that's what a non-profit is right like, yes. yeah it sucks non-profit non-profits are cool but we do run on like donations and but like, it do it do <laughs> it really don't profit huh? <laughs> yeah, it's no all cool now, but no profit it's non-profit yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> non-profit y'all <laughs> no profit <laughs> we just work on donations yeah. and like uh como se llama? Ooh, perdón. grants like from the community but so nah. that's how you know it's pure yeah, yeah, yeah. No. genuine work yeah. so i saw that you were uh in dc frontlining again See, for the, the dreamers right yes for the dream hey, yes i was at dc for the dreamers a few years back and i'm going again tomorrow to dc tomorrow? oh shit what shit. a good timing <laughs> for what for, for for political reasons or? yes for political ah. reasons so representative romero gave like the invitation to see you to go hit, try to get a meeting in with the vp with vice president harris so that we could put in our two cents of like why we need a pathway to citizenship. Uh-huh. So, damn, that's huge. Hopefully, it's not set in stone. We're going in there, you know, sneaking in, and you know, hopefully, you know, try to get get ourselves in. But if not, we'll probably meet with like representatives yeah. or senators. Gonna, Make most of our time. Is gonna out storm there. the Capitol? Yeah. Storm, oh hell! <laughs> <laughs> no. So no. when you're when you were over there in those meetings, who do you talk to? What 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 point? Who do you try to? What do you do out there? Um, we just stake out at the White House and pre, I went pre-COVID. So pre-COVID, you were welcomed to just walk in and just mm-hmm. knock on like the representatives or senators doors and see oh. if they had, you know, a little five minutes to talk to you. And that's what we did. Like we would just like look into like the different offices that, you know, that are represented by Utah and see if they were busy or not busy. And we had like, this was pre-COVID and obviously pre, pre-Biden as well. So when I went, I got a chance to talk to now Vice President Harris. I had the opportunity to talk to Representative Owens, Senator Mike Lee, which sucks. He sucks, but <laughs> he fucking sucks. I hate you, Mike Lee. But <laughs> we got to talk to him, Senator Romney, and yeah. yeah some high-profile characters right there. Yeah, it was awesome. It was cool. It they was just so let fun. you just roam around knock. Knock obviously you had like little to passes or whatever go yeah. go through it was like security yeah, and you yeah. had to check their id and get like a little like pass but they just wanted to check your id get your you know get your 
your background, I guess, whatever, get a quick check. But we would just see the representatives and the senators, mm. you know, not the president. Because mm-hmm. going to the president, well, Donald Trump. Donald. Yeah, Donald. Trying to go say what's up to Donald real quick. El Don. El Don. Orange man. Yeah, that, that guy. And are you like hella excited to go tomorrow? Like just to go to DC and fly out there? Yeah, I'm excited. We're taking a red line plane flight uh-huh. so that's not super exciting but i'm excited to go see how things are and and get the opportunity to hopefully hopefully talk to vp so what are you gonna bring up immigration reform yeah yeah, yeah. i'm just kidding uh, <laughs> we need that <laughs> immigration reform um what's going on with that you know prompt re- respond back or um use the tactics of like hey, what about, you know, the promises that were made in his campaign? What mm-hmm. is up with that? You know, with the Haitians. Pull up the, the receipts. Just yeah, like pull up the receipts. Yeah. Hey, y'all said this, this, and that. And, you know, talk about, like, Build Back Better plan, which is, like, a plan that they created but fell short with immigration reform but did, you know, an excellent job finding solutions for child care, for climate change, but obviously fell short through immigration reform so we're gonna bring up that as well so yeah that's what we're gonna talk about you know just chop it up immigration reform ever since like i i think i lost like touch into it because ever since i've been small they never fix it you know what i mean since i've been young to the point where it just kind of got normal to me but like being seen as there's still people like you fighting for it like Mm -hmm. we we still have a chance right yeah there's a there's hope there's There's is there hope there's a lot of hope and we were, we were talking about this shit earlier. So when I was younger, because um, I grew up in Glendale. Mm-hmm. So there was a guy in Glendale. His name was like something Alcala. Oh, something, that, that, that bastard, sly dog. That thieving, <laughs> that thieving bastard. But, um, Sorry. Have you heard of him? No. no? So <laughs> this guy, this guy, this thieving little bastard, with little greasy little paws, <laughs> he was uh, trying to air quote, help the community out, help you out with their papers. Mm-hmm. One of them being my tia, uh, my uncle, he's a citizen and everything. She came over from Mexico mm-hmm. trying to fix up the papers. Long story short, um, scanned them out like 10 racks. She got deported back over to Mexico. My little cousins who were born here, we went back with her too. And they missed out on the opportunity of going to school here. I'm like, it, everything went to shit. And that, that was only the, only the person either. There was like hella people in the community who got scammed out. And I was telling them as well. A little while ago, I was down in Vegas and I saw his fucking uh, his billboards up there. Shut up. Yeah. yeah. Really? His billboards are Who out there. Who is this guy? What's his name? Um, like Alziri Alcala, something what like that. Fuck? Yeah. No, no, y'all should have. Wa- you when you were in Vegas, you should have went to his fucking uh, office and been like, "Look, bitch." <laughs> I need a refund. <laughs> no, <laughs> <For my> but desafortunadamente. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. sorry about your tia, dude. Like, I'm sorry, but desafortunadamente, that's not that's not not normal. It's not pee. It's not P, right? Right. <laughs> it's not P. <laughs> it's not player. Yeah, those those peeps. Yeah, no. That's, yeah. There's a special place in hell for those people, for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. I don't know. There's, there's people like that, unfortunately. Yeah. Those no. thieving bastards. Thieving bastards. <sighs> well, Bree, it was a pleasure for you to join us here on the podcast. Hey, muchas gracias. Thank you. It was a pleasure. But hey, before I leave, can I say something to Definitely. Because this is going to happen in April 1st. Yeah. And I'm bringing shit. in my politics. I'm sorry. But no, go like, ahead. Go ahead. I feel like it's important for folks to know because it's not in the news or anything. But so currently at the Department of Workforce Services, mm-hmm. right, there's um, currently 
children of immigrants are not able to get child care support because their parents don't have papeles and can't show proof of work history or anything, right? But April 1st, starting April 1st, you no longer are required to to show proof of a social security card, work authorization. Mm-hmm. So children of immigrants are not now able, their parents are now able to obtain child care support through Department of Workforce Services. So that's a huge thing for undocumented community members, mm-hmm. undoc- you know, undocumented community members and parents because that that that's now applica- applicable for them and their kids to obtain that support. Mm-hmm. So again, starting April 1st. E- Who will yeah. they tap into? that department of workforce services there. or comunidades unidas again i would leave uh-huh. my we'll, dr- email. We'll, dro- we'll drop all the links yeah. and say your email yeah, for drop any friend everything we'll it everything in the description. my email my work email please reach out to me it's b-r-i-a-n-n-a my first name brianna at c-u-utah Org. I'm gonna start using that at all, like the Macy's and like <laughs> the, the Pac Suns <laughs> and shit. shit. But yeah, no, that's like awesome. That's legendary news. I mean, that's 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 a good s- step up for sure. Then what about your IG? Oh, perdón, perdón. <laughs> My IG, y'all, is v- via underscore Brie, V I A underscore B R E E. No, B R I, perdón, B R I. Ooh, perdón, B R I, y'all. But yes, hit me up. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. And please let me know when y'all need me again because I will be more than happy to be here. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Sure. No, we'll yeah. hit you up for sure. Well, everything will be in the description if you need to tap in with Brie. Tap in fast, not slow. But thank you guys for listening to another episode of the T-Talk Podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, boo. I was going to make a No, I didn't even <laughs> pause. I thought you were going to say something. That's just still going. That's just still going. You can keep Boom. going. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>